What's going on swim fans? Welcome to Whiteboard Wednesday and on today's episode I am so excited to share with you everything you need to know about training in a whirlpool. In this video we're going to go into the specifics of how these whirlpools work, the benefits of training in a whirlpool, the pros and cons of training in one of these endless stationary swimming setups as compared to the pool or in open water. If you have one of these or you're thinking about getting one of these endless pools, the different ideas that you can consider when it comes to workout structure, whether it's aerobic conditioning, interval training, or working on your technique. If you're new to the channel, welcome to my swim pro where I share the latest and greatest to help you improve your performance and health both in and out of the water. If you're not already subscribed, make sure you subscribe, like this video, and let us know in the comments if you ever trained in one of these whirlpools, and let us know what you thought about it. I personally have trained in both the Endless Pool and the Master Spas by Michael Phelps. They're both incredible products, and there's a number of benefits to experiencing something like this. So let us know in the comments if you've ever trained with one of these. Now, we need to start by identifying and understanding what is a whirlpool and how does it work? So technically, these at-home pools are designed for stationary swimming using a current. If you can appreciate my beautifully drawn image, like, like us, this video for the, for the beautifully drawn image, but you have actually a propulsion coming from one side. Some models actually can generate propulsion from both. And so there's a current inside this body of water that allows you to stay stationary as you swim against the current. And these are all variable. So it allows you to swim endlessly. And I use the word whirlpool simultaneously for both the endless pools, which is actually a brand name, and the master spas, which is another big name. In other parts of the world outside the United States, there's a number of other companies that create these products. They all function fundamentally the same way. And you're basically swimming against a current. These allow you to swim year round, both indoor and outdoor, whatever your home setup is. And in terms of how big this actual pool is, if you haven't already seen one of these, basically it's an eight foot by 15 foot, roughly. They can actually be a little bit bigger than that, but that's on the smaller side. So our metric friends, it's about three meters by five meters. And you'll need a few feet or about one meter extra than that, depending on where you're going to put it. So you can think about it, you know, if you're going to put this in your backyard or in your house, how much space would you actually need? You need about three meters by five meters of space at a minimum to actually fit one of these. Now, the most common question is how fast can you go? And to be honest, you can actually go really, really fast, faster than most swimmers can actually maintain any kind of a reasonable speed. Uh, really, there's different models and they have different paces and we'll get to that when it comes to pricing and specifically how you can get one of these. But I'm not really trying to sell a specific model, just know that these can actually deliver an outstanding amount of speed. The top model, for example, on the Endless Pools has a seven and a half horsepower engine and that motor can generate a top speed of 51 seconds per hundreds of swimming. So this is a really high level swimming. And if you wanna check out the video where I swam at the University of Minnesota, and I swam in one of these endless pools on the pool deck, and I, we cranked up the top speed here. Check it out for yourself. We're here at US Masters Nationals at the University of Minnesota in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We're with Joe with Endless Pools. Awesome. Ferris is gonna go ahead and I think uh, get started. 130 pace maybe. Gonna start out for a little bit of swimming here, doing some freestyle. Uh, one of the great things about our product, as you can see, we have some mirrors here that swimmers can utilize. Uh, we have both a backstroke mirror. We do also have underwater swim mirrors that the swimmers can uh, view and watch their swim strokes, work on their hand entry body position, their swimming technique. As you can see, we are actually speeding up the current a little bit here for Ferris. He's a very accomplished and uh, efficient swimmer. 
and we're actually going to speed it up. This unit can reach a top end swim pace of actually 50 seconds per 100 yards. <laughs> and we're bringing it up. Paris is going to take a little bit of break, get some good swimming going. All right. We're going to crank it up to the top level 51 pace per 100 yards. So, Ferris, if you're ready, we're going to start getting this cranked up for you. We're going to go up there. Yeah. All right. And we'll do that for you. As you can see, you can go super, super fast, and me as a high-level swimmer, I could barely keep up with the current, and there's a number of benefits of being able to have the speed crank up that fast and be able to mimic that top-level speed. But it is variable, and you can adjust these, and you can swim anywhere from three minutes per 100 all the way down to 51 seconds per 100 on the top model. Now, it's really important to understand the differences between swimming in a whirlpool versus an actual swimming pool or in the open water. There's obviously pros and cons to swimming in a pool as compared to in an endless pool or even in the open water. If you wanna consider a swimming pool, and obviously there's a lot of space that you need if you wanted to have one of these in your home. And when we talk about the advantages and disadvantages, this really comes into factor because if you really wanna build something at your house and you don't wanna to have to go to the gym or you have to go somewhere or deal with other people, or you know we're in the middle of an unprecedented time from a public health perspective, so you just don't wanna deal with other germs or your pool might be closed or something like that, Having something in your home is truly a blessing. It's a convenience that not everyone can afford, but if you can, it's something to consider. But having a full-size 25-meter swimming pool requires a ton of space, and it costs a lot of money. So not everyone watching this video is in a position to just crank out a 25-meter swimming pool in their backyard. If you are, that's awesome. Let us know in the comments. We'd love to see pictures. We'll be very jealous of you. Definitely when you go to open water swimming, yes, you're in the nature, but there's a lot of other variables. So obviously there's the safety of the water, there's you know marine aquatic life, watercraft. Maybe the water temperature is too hot or too cold at different times of the year. Maybe it's raining and the weather is a factor here. But there's a number of variables that open water swimming kind of throws in there. And with the swimming pool, of course, it's, it's really the best if you want to get it from an elite competition perspective. But there are a number of benefits that the Whirlpool offers when it comes to technique and things that you can't really work on in an actual swimming pool. We'll talk about those in just a second. And when it comes to price, I mean, really, it, it varies a lot. You know, the answer, it depends. We'll leave more information linked in the description. You can actually inquire if you're kind of visualizing what this would look like if you put it in your backyard or your basement. Again, this can go indoor or outdoor. And so we'll link information in the description. So fill out your information and someone will get back to you. But in terms of pricing, it really depends on a few variables. So it depends on the model that you get. You know, what speed level are you trying to crank out? You know, a top level model that cranks to 51 seconds per 100. That is going to be the most expensive model from an endless pool perspective. Also, the, const the construction. So how is this actually going to fit? And what is the setup in your house? So, you know, if, if you just stick an endless pool or, or one of these products just, you know, above ground and you just have it sit there, that's going to be the most, you know, the, the easiest and the least expensive. If you want to have an elaborate build out and really build it into the house or build it into however you want to put it, that's going to cost more money. So anywhere from, you know, Fifteen to twenty thousand dollars on the very low end, all the way up to thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars on the high end. So it's definitely an investment. But if you break out the cost and you do a cost-benefit analysis, it actually plays out to be not that expensive in the long run if you're actually going to make use of it. Now, in terms of actually getting an endless pool or a master spot, right? It only takes about a month the entire process. If, if you submit your information right now and then you want to have a pool ASAP 
in your backyard, you can probably have one within a month. On top of that, really you need to experience this. I, I truly believe that once you experience this, you'll actually have a better idea if this is something that you want. And I know a lot of these programs, uh, companies will allow people in the area to actually demo their own product for other people that live near them. So guarantee, there, I mean, tens of thousands of people all over the world have these. There's a high likelihood that someone has one of these that lives in a vicinity, you know, within a few hours drive or a train ride away. And they will actually offer up, you know, their own, you know, swimming pool in their house to let you experience it and try it. And I really believe that after me personally having used the product, it, it gives you a better feel of if this is something that you want. And if you weigh out the, the advantages and disadvantages, you'll be able to make an educated decision. So you should definitely like fill out your information and you should really you know, get that experience of what it's actually like to swim in one of these. And again, if you have already done it, let me know in the comments what you think. Now, the most important part from a training perspective is actually making use of this you know, swimming pool. You've just invested all this capital or maybe you got somehow, maybe your neighbor or something, you've been able to get in there with your friend. You know, how do you actually train? How do you set up a workout? Now, this is really fundamental and this is what we specialize in at my swim pro helping you take your performance to the next level and swim faster and smarter than ever before there's three different types of training methods i've kind of grouped them into three different categories number one it's your aerobic conditioning this is your endurance this is continuous swimming this is what most people think this is the only way that you can actually train in one of these whirlpools where you just set it at a pace and you just swim continuously and there's a number of benefits from an aerobic perspective you know building endurance and, and all those things and, and having that repetition it's all well and dandy but that's not the only way that you can train and you can adjust the speed you can program this very very easily but that's only one way to train and there's certainly a benefit if you just want to swim one mile every single day or two kilometers continuously that's perfect or maybe you want to complement that with your existing training that's great you can do that step number one get your aerobic conditioning out of the way in terms of workout structure number two is interval training and this is actually more traditional to how you would see it done in the pool if you think about it in the my swim pro app you're doing a set of five 100s freestyle on the two minute and you can swim these in a minute and 30 seconds so from traditional interval training standpoint if you swim five 100s freestyle and you go 130 they're on the two minute interval you'll have 30 seconds rest remember the interval is swim time plus rest time so you have 30 seconds rest so obviously you can't really measure that 100 meters perfectly i mean you can because you're setting the pace but instead of training like that you can actually set the current to the pace that that you feel confident in swimming at that interval and then instead of five 100s you'll do five times 130 of swimming now this concept and then you take 30 seconds rest and then you repeat. So it'll still take 10 minutes to do the set, but you'll train for 90 seconds, you'll take a break. And the way you take a break in this beautiful drawing endless pool, again, like the, like the video if you enjoy my, my beautiful drawing, but you basically just stand up and then the current will push you to the back and most of these have a seat or you can just stand there and then you can wait for your next interval, have a pace clock running and it's fantastic. You can apply the same concept if you have a swimming tether. So let's say you don't have one of these, you know, stationary swimming pools, you just have a tub of water or a backyard pool that's 10 meters long and you have a swimming tether. You can apply the same concept of interval training. So instead of going you know, 100 meters because you don't know how long that is, you just go for 90 seconds. You do repeats, you do five of those, you take 30 seconds rest, 10 minutes of work. It's almost the same thing from a physiological standpoint as what you would do in a normal 25 meter or 50 meter swimming pool. Now obviously there's some differences with technique and things like that, but it's, it's pretty close, pretty close. Now, number three is my favorite with one of these. It's working on your technique. And, and this is really variable when it comes to training. So you don't need to set the pool at a, at a specific pace because it's variable based on what you're working on. So when you're working on technique, you know, there's mirrors 
on the bottom and, and around you and, and you can even have cameras and you can do real-time adjustments because you have the resistance of the water giving you real-time feedback. So you can almost self-coach yourself in a really, really efficient way that you can't do in a swimming pool. And that's my favorite thing about swimming in one of these. And I did this at Masters Nationals. I did it right before my 50 freestyle. And I was able to really fine tune my stroke without having to deal with other people. I hopped in the normal warm up pool and I felt amazing. And when I hopped into my actual race, I won the best time and it felt really, really good. So the benefit of being able to work on your technique in all of the different strokes at different paces and not have the interruptions of having to push off the wall, especially if you're a more elite swimmer and you only take maybe like breaststroke for me, for example, I only take four or five strokes in a 25 yard pool. Even if I cut out the pull, I'm not, I don't have that much continuous ability to just do the stroke over and over. And without having a long course pool, forget about it. So being able to have this variable pace and then work on your technique in real time, whether it's your head position, the way your hand enters the water, your pull patterns, your follow through, your, even your body position, your breathing, all of these things are fantastic and you can't really do in a normal swimming pool. Remember, we talked about pool versus open water versus whirlpool. When it comes to technique, there's a lot of things you can do in one of these that you cannot do in a normal swimming pool. So definitely huge advantage there. When we break down the advantages, I group them into three different categories. So practicality, technique, and the fact that it's multi-purpose. If we dive into these, when we're talking about practicality, I mean, just think about how much time you waste going to the swimming pool every single day. If you go every day or whenever you go, right, you gotta get in the car, you know, if it's depending on the weather, you know, it might be really inconvenient. It takes time, then you gotta go to the gym, you gotta check in, you gotta change, go to the pool. Then when you're at the pool, you have to fight someone for a lane. So there's a lot of time in travel that gets wasted. And to me personally, you know, time is the most valuable thing that we own, right? That is, that is fundamental. If you can make your just schedule more efficient and not have to deal with traveling somewhere, right? If you work from home, you know all about this. You can be so much more efficient if you just have a swimming pool. Think about the Peloton bike or doing one of these indoor training sessions, right? It's just so much more beneficial to not have to go anywhere, to just have that convenience. Think about the membership costs of the swimming pool, right? You know, obviously there's an upfront cost or financing cost of having one of these, you know, pools. It's, it's, not, it's not cheap, but at the same time, it's all relative. If think about how much you pay every single month over years, maybe decades of having a swimming pool. Again, this is not gonna replace, it could replace, but it might be a, a complement to your existing pool membership. You have to fight for a lane. And of course, there's the public health element. Maybe your pool is just completely closed and you have no options. If you have your own pool, you are in control. Maybe there's you know, a health scare and you just don't wanna congregate with other people or touch other things that other people have touched beyond having to fight people for lanes. And there's that space consideration. Obviously, if you wanna have a 25 meter pool in your backyard and you can fit it, go for it, that's awesome. That's not really possible for a lot of people. So having a you know, five meter setup in something that you can kind of control is a lot easier than having a 25 meter setup. Now the second main advantage has to do with technique. And we've talked about this a little bit before. The resistance of the water highlights your stroke imperfections. It is so much easier to feel the imperfections when you can see them and you can give yourself that real feedback it's very easy to record yourself because you're not going anywhere. So whether you have some kind of an underwater setup or you just stick your phone out of the water, pretty easy to record yourself. You can see what you're doing. You can use the mirrors, you can do backstroke, you can see everything that you're doing. You can change your pace. Um, you know, David Marsh and Glenn Mills, you know, Olympic coaches, you know, superstars, they use this on a daily basis for themselves, for their athletes, and they work at adjusting these strokes in real time. And the best swimmers in the world are training in these pools. And they're doing it for a reason because it's fundamentally the best way to work on your technique and you can do things 
in these stationary pools that you cannot do in a normal swimming pool. And then the last one here is multi-purpose. So this is really, really interesting because we've talked a lot about the training aspect of it and how it can improve your performance. But you can also use this you know, whirlpool for a lot of other things, right? You can use it for, for therapy. So you can do a lot of different things, water aerobic type stuff in the pool. You can do walking, jogging, different things. There's a lot of different programming beyond the, the competitive stuff that we're talking about that you can do. So multiple people can actually use it. I didn't mention that, but some of these models actually have enough space and jet power. So you can have multiple people swimming at the same time, not butterfly. Or maybe you can, I don't know, send us a video if you can do that. But the fact that there's multiple uses beyond just competitive swimming, cross training, uh, some of these you can actually change the temperature of the water and flip it to be uh, you know, hot and you can have jets and all of a sudden it's a spa. And you can have a nice drink and you can enjoy yourself. So there's a lot of different purposes beyond just competitive. You know, we talk about competitive here at My Swim Pro because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to help you get the most out of your efficiency, your stroke, to swim faster and be healthy and fit. There's a lot of other uses beyond that. Some of the disadvantages are, you know, you can get lost in the details. If you, if you want to compete and you just rely on this, you know, it's really difficult to mimic, you know, the, the dive, right? The push off the wall, some of the underwater stuff. You're not going to 100% be able to replicate all of that if you rely too much on the endless pool or the master spa, right? You need to get into a normal pool if you want to actually compete at a very high level. Not to say that you can get pretty darn far just training in one of these whirlpools. I'll link two people, um, you know, Sapiwe Belenka and uh, Chris Rojas. You know, they, I did an interview with both of these guys and they train almost exclusively for some period of time in one of these stationary pools. So it can be done and they compete at a super high level, whether it's the Pan Am Masters or the FINA Masters World Championships, right? People are training in these at a very high level, but you will miss some of the details, some of, the, some of those details. You also need space. So we talked about how it's, oh, it's not that big, you can fit five meters. I mean, if you live in New York City, if you live in one of these urban settings and your apartment is only five meters by five meters, yeah, this is probably not gonna be able to, to work out for you. But in general, for most people who are watching this, they probably live in a house and they have plenty of space to fit one of these if they want to. Another disadvantage is that upfront cost. So, you know, we talk about the cost, you know, maybe it's $20,000 USD. That's a lot of money, but if you break it down, you know, I'm sure you can finance these, and so you're not putting out $20,000, similar to a car. If you think about an investment in a car, in 10 years, you're probably not gonna have that car, it's gonna break down a lot. This is actually an investment over that period of time. It doesn't necessarily appreciate in value, but it doesn't depreciate in value, and you get returns every single time you use it, unlike a car, which is gonna have a lot of upkeep and maintenance. So these, are, from a cost perspective, it is, yes, that upfront cost is more than your gym membership, of course, but if you factor in all these other you know, advantages, it, it sort of balances out. And I really believe that the pros outweigh the cons. Again, if you guys are interested in learning more about how you can get in one of these and how you can sample it and how you can get more information, if you can visualize it in your facility, in your house, I should say, make sure you check out the link in the description below. And let us know in the comments if you ever swam with one of these and any other questions that you have. We're happy to help you. If you haven't already checked out the My Swim Pro app, we have a number of different training programs available for you on iPhone and Android for both in and out of the water. We're talking dry land training, interval training for pool workouts, and open water training plans as well. Make sure you check it out. Linked all in the description below. Wishing you guys the best, as always, and happy swimming. <music>